This episode of the Memory Palace is brought to you by Progressive. Progressive helps you compare direct auto rates from a variety of companies, so you can find a great one, even if it's not with them. Quote today at Progressive.com to find a rate that works with your budget. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. This is the Memory Palace. I'm Nate DeMeo. They needed a plan. The Japanese had attacked the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor in Honolulu. Bullets and bombs and torpedoes had slammed down out of nowhere, killing 2,400 Americans in less than an hour and a half. Japan had already rolled through much of northern and central China before the communists had slowed its assault by intentionally destroying dams along the Yellow River, killing many Japanese but as many as a million Chinese. They were vicious. The Japs, or whatever they were called, behind closed doors at cabinet meetings or in the war planning rooms or Senate offices. They had slaughtered as many as 200,000 civilians in the Chinese capital. Who knew how long it would be before the Japanese were bombing San Diego or Seattle or Salem, Oregon? The U.S. needed a weapon. It found a dentist. Or a dentist with a weapon found them. Anyway. On December 7, 1941, that same day that will live in infamy day, Dr. Lytle Adams, a country dentist from Irwin, Pennsylvania, coming up on retirement age, was in New Mexico on vacation. At dusk, standing in a crowd of other tourists, he watched millions of bats pour out of the mouth of Carlsbad Cavern. It was incredible. On the drive back, he heard the news of Pearl Harbor. He was pissed. And he had an idea, one that could punish the Japanese and end the war that was sure to follow the attacks. He had learned at the caverns that bats could carry more than their weight. Females carried their young, often two and three at a time. What if they carried tiny bombs? What if you dropped millions of bats carrying millions of tiny bombs over a Japanese city? He called a friend who called a friend who somehow called Franklin Roosevelt, who loved the idea. The bats would be placed in containers, which would be placed inside larger containers. Each bat would be strapped with a time bomb. The containers would be dropped from a plane with parachutes and pop open in mid-descent. And the bats, 1,040,000 of them would pour out. Some would burst into flames as they fell, falling onto wooden and paper structures below. The others would scatter, finding refuge in attics and eaves and under porches, the way the bats do. And one by one, over the course of hours or days, the bombs would go off, and fires would start, and people would be terrified because they wouldn't know if they had a bat in their house because whoever does. And the superstitious Japs, or so the dentist and the president thought, would be sure that some god was punishing them. Which is bananas, but the military worked on this idea for three years, led by the inventor of napalm, arming Mexican free-tailed bats, building mock Japanese cities and burning them down. All the tests suggested that the dentist's idea would work, but it wouldn't be ready to deploy until the summer of 1945. And by then, the Americans knew they would have a different weapon capable of burning Japanese cities, 